It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Your Tuesday evening to bring you breaking news. Nick Crawl has hit a home run and locked down Hunter Green to a six-year with a seventh-year option deal to keep Hunter Green in Cincinnati for a long, long time. We're going to tell you all about the contract and what else could be coming down the road on this emergency breaking news edition of the Locked on Reds podcast. Hit it, Jeffrey. You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Reds. Welcome into the live reaction show of the Reds doing something right. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network. We are your team every day. Steve and I have been lifelong fans of this Cincinnati Reds team and have turned an addiction into information for you. And I am so ridiculously excited right now because the Cincinnati Reds have locked up Hunter Green through possibly 2029. That's right. Their first contract extension since 2019. Uh, I don't know what to do with my hands right now, Steve. We are we are going to get into all of this. Thank you, everybody, for joining today with us. Make sure you jump in the comment section. Let us know if you're an everyday listener and everydayers. Hit us up. 
give us your questions, give us your thoughts on this extension, because this is absolutely phenomenal and a perfect day to talk some Reds baseball. And this comes on the heels of the announced uh, Major League debut of Levi Stout tomorrow. That firmly got put on the back burner because Hunter Green is going to be here for a while, and the Cincinnati Reds and Nick Crawl are just getting started. Jeff, the Reds got one right. The The narrative is Love changed it. a little bit now. It changed as soon as this deal was announced. Uh, there's a lot of a lot to read into what's going on here. I think Scott Davis in the comment section, he, he nailed it here. He, Scott says, and everyone told me he'd be gone the first chance he got. LOL, great to see this get done. It is. This is a narrative changer. Yes. This just continues to build up what the players have been saying all along this year, that guys want to be in Cincinnati, that there's excitement about being in this town, that there's excitement about wanting to bring a winner to the fans of this team. I, Jeff, I am so pumped. I think probably before we get too much further into this, let's give them the specifics, Jeff. Break yes. down this contract a little bit. So Hunter Green has been signed to an extension is a six year guaranteed contract. There is a seventh year for a club option for the 2029 season, six years, $53 million. And it was confirmed. Uh, so that was initially tweeted by Jeff Passon from ESPN. C Trent then confirmed it and said that there are escalators in the final two years of the deal for 2028. And then for the option year of 2029, that could increase the overall value of the contract up to $91 million. So we're talking about an extra $40 million in there, but essentially this buys out two years of free agency. This deal starts immediately. This is for this year and, and it starts running. Um, and, and, and so with that, you're talking about extending the clock of Hunter green the very first, and I, I firmly believe this, I have said this all along, this is the first contract extension that the Reds are signing, not the last. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I've been saying all along, I don't think that right now this second, Hunter Green's the best pitcher on the team. So for him to get something locked up and to, to have... <sighs> What am I trying to say, Jeff? I'm so excited. This, I think this shows the other players that the Reds are serious. Yes. And now that Hunter Green is locked up, it's going to make it that much easier for Nick Kroll to go to Nick Lodolo, to go to Jonathan India, to go to Tyler Stevenson, to go to all these other guys, to Graham Ashcraft even. The ones you want to keep around. The ones you want to stagger uh, when their contracts expire. You know, this gives Nick Kroll now the ability to go into a room and for that player to know the Reds are serious. Yeah. This is not just the years past where you get a courtesy. Uh, um, I was wondering, would you like to stay in Cincinnati? Oh, you would okay, <laughs> right. well, we'll get back to you. This is much better than that. There, there's some real, there's some real oomph behind this thing now that Nick Kroll can negotiate from a position of uh, there's actually a possibility this could go somewhere. I'm just, I'm having fun right now. I, I'm so happy with this deal because when you look at it, the numbers are fantastic. Like for the first five years of this contract, they're getting Hunter green at a bargain because Hunter green is going to be well worth the money that they're going to be paying him. And so much more for the first, probably five years of this deal, maybe four years, five years of this deal, he's going to be making at or less than $10 million a year for an ACE pitcher. You don't, 
pay that kind of money. We, we saw the kind of money that Trevor Bauer got whenever he went to Los Angeles. We saw the kind of money that Jacob deGrom got when he went to the Rangers this year. We see the money that Shohei Otani is going to get next season. And yeah, Hunter Green isn't on those guys level just yet, but that's the expectation. That's where he could be at a very early point in this contract. So I'm very happy to see that the Reds were able to do this and the way that they structured this. Okay. You, you mentioned the, the point that this shows the other players on the team that they're serious. This also shows the adeptness that Nick crawl has of building out a contract because this kind of contract still leaves the door wide open for other deals, for other extensions and for other additions through free agency or trades. It's, it's really smart. You know, what Nick Crawl did with this was he took the money that Hunter Green would be making on the back end of this deal in free agency that the Reds may not necessarily have been able to afford. I, I under, may not necessarily have been able to afford. They take that money and they've pulled it all back into the first years of this deal where Hunter Green would have only been making the league minimum. And they set the contract value at such a place that it's good for Hunter Green. He's making more money now than he would have been making. It's a number that the Reds can stomach and also for the reasons you just said. It leaves them room to do more. It leaves them room to do this same thing with others. It leaves them room in the offseason to buy a damn bullpen. It leaves them options, and I think that's what makes it great. Damon, it's, it's been a while, man. It really has. And and just the way that this Reds team has – Nick Crawl's just done such a fantastic job. And I know that there's not a lot of people that really get up for the whole, yeah, he acquired a bunch of minor league prospects and things like that and future talent, but this was the next step, right? And and then the, he's not done, but this is the beginning of the next step, building the team. You tore it down, you got assets, you got guys who you can get to the point of making a core, but once you recognize who's part of that core, you lock them up. You do what the Braves have done. And I know that the Braves have an exorbitant payroll higher than what the Reds have done. But the way that, um, yeah, and, and it's funny that uh, Fintrojan Sports, uh, boy, I've. Finn Trojan Sports, something like Finn that from one. Trojan Sorry, Sports. Guys. I think that's what yeah. we're doing, Finn. I appreciate the comment there, but that's exactly what I'm getting at. Locking these guys up, making sure that they're here. The Braves have done that with most of their roster and kind of tied up all of their core. Now the Reds begin that process, and they've done so with just a fantastic, fantastic move. Yeah, and and you know, Jared on vinyl points out on the YouTube comments, not only is it a great move, but it will help team morale. And I think that... I think that's kind of what um, I was alluding to earlier. Uh, that's a little bit uh, more succinct way of saying it, Jared. Thank you. Um, this helps the others. It helps them see that there's hope, that this this franchise does want to get better. Uh, the, the franchise is demonstrating that it also wants to do what it can do, uh, at least the front office, within the confines imposed upon it from ownership, to build a winner here. And this is how you do it, creatively, outside of the box, differently than the others do it. That's what Nick Crawl has said all along. And this is a, just another in a series of examples of him you know, putting the money where his mouth is and doing things in such a way that it gets you excited about this team. Shout out to Matthew. Um, not going to lie. I was already kind of there with this extension. Uh, if we get 
Nick Lodolo for a similar price, I will cry tears of joy. I'm just so happy to see that the Reds are finally being proactive with a contract extension. You mentioned it just a moment ago. You know, the reports were last season that they approached Luis Castillo about a contract extension, but the fact that they waited until last year to do it was far, far, far too late, probably about two years too late. And so for folks that are, are looking at this and wondering, you know, is it too early? Has he really proven it? Is this something that we're a little bit worried about because of injury or something like that? Uh, I'm not because I think that they're getting in ahead of the game and he is going to prove that he's worth every penny and probably a lot more than what he is getting out of this contract. I, I just think that this was such a huge deal and such a huge news day for the Reds, bringing up Levi Stout, getting Lucas Sims back from injury, and then you, you compound that. Like, I'm almost to the point, and I don't, want, I don't want to put this juju out there necessarily, but I'm almost to the point where I'm just like, you know what, if the Reds don't win tonight, I think it's still going to have been an amazing, amazing day. I, I like this comment here from General. He says, this was so surprising. It gives me hope for the future of the Reds. Let's go. Yes. This is this is a – listen, folks. One of the reasons we wanted to go live and we wanted to get your reactions and we wanted to talk about this is, one, we were both just losing our minds when this deal <laughs> broke. But, two, this is absolutely right. It gives General says, this gives me hope for the future of the Reds. This is a narrative-changing, franchise-defining moment. If the Reds continue to press forward with this and continue to follow the plans that they outlined two seasons ago when they said they were going to start doing things differently, if they continue to follow this model, if they start buying out arbitration years and extending players just slightly into their free agent years, and then you, you know, we haven't heard anything about a no trade clause. We haven't heard that they won't be able to continue to do this with all of the players and then still trade some guys away to restock the minors as contracts begin to run out. This is a brilliant way. This is actually a little bit better than the Tampa Bay model, Jeff, because it's extending years versus just dumping guys when they get into two years of team control this yeah. this I think this is a better way yeah and I think there was a tough sell for any fan and, and to be honest with you it was something where I was I was kind of wrestling with it as well the, the Tampa model is almost like you know watching your favorite college sports team like knowing that your favorite college football team all right I got this player for a couple of years and then he's gone like I, I didn't love that mentality from the Reds and the fact that they're able to extend Hunter Green first. Hunter Green is probably the biggest rock star on this roster. And if you can get the biggest rock star on this roster to stick around for a while, then it's going to be easier to sign the rest of them. And and I find this interesting because I'm seeing a lot of different comments and, and I don't want to just shout out one because there's a lot of folks that are asking the same question. But who's next? Is it Nick Lodolo or is it one of the position guys? My guess would be you would go position player next. You mm -hmm. would decide which of the position players that you want to run this model with. Uh, feels like now that Jonathan India has reinvented, re I don't know even re know how to phrase what he did, but gone back to, <laughs> correct. Now that he's shown us that that guy that was the rookie of the year is still around and mm -hmm. he figured out why he disappeared last year. Uh, India may be the logical choice to do this with next because his clock started a year before Tyler Stevenson's basically as far as yeah. playing time. So 
I would see it being position player. And then I would alternate back and forth depending on how much money you have to play with. Get a pitcher, position player. Next, you go back to Nick Lodolo. Then you jump over to Tyler Stevenson. Then we're talking about Graham Ashcraft and then maybe Spencer Steer. You know, that's kind of where we are at this point, I think. Yeah, and he – so, again, Hunter Green, six-year extension, $53 million, seventh-year option. Uh, there's escalators, according to C. Trent Rosecrans, that in the final two years, the, the final guaranteed year and then the option year, this deal could jump up to $91 million. Uh, but still, overall, just a fantastic economical move for the Reds, a fantastic optical move because everyone in the fan base is going to see this move and say this is exactly what we've been asking for. Hunter Green becomes the first guy that has a guaranteed contract, guaranteed money past this season, and I think that's only going to continue because when you look at the guys that they need to extend, who it's obvious who they are, and then you look at the holes that they need to plug this offseason, money's going to get spent. And I like the fact that they started that narrative now. There's no questioning whether the Reds are going to be willing to spend that money because they have begun to do so. There's some great comments going on, Jeff. Let's let's take the next few minutes and attack some of these comments, yeah, and then definitely. we'll get out of here so Appreciate people can get ready for the us, game. Yeah. But uh, Corey Sullivan checks in and says, can we break down the incentives that are occurring later on in the contract? Saw on Twitter it could be as much as 90 mil. Jeff, you alluded to that. I think maybe the best way to handle this for a true breakdown of the contract is we will do this on our regular episode that will be in your podcasting yes. feeds tomorrow. That'll give us time to put together a graphic for the YouTube folks folks and really have the numbers in front of us uh we just hopped on as soon as this happened guys so we didn't have a whole lot of time to prepare uh, but we want to do it the right way and get you all the right information so for a, a detailed breakdown of all of the escalators and incentives uh make sure that you have subscribed and you tune into tomorrow's show because we'll have all that for you there is that is that a fair is that and a fair way very, to do this i mean it's very possible that we'll hear some of the incentives but we won't hear all of them there's you know, I remember, you know, we, we talked a lot about last year with Hunter Strickland and games finished and things like that. That was just something that somebody happened to latch onto and find as a possible incentive. Like there's probably a lot of different qualifiers in uh, Hunter Green's deal that could jump it up uh, to certain numbers and give him certain incentive deals and things like that, that we won't necessarily hear reporting of because that's contract speak and legalities protect all of that stuff and we're not going to get every single detail but we will kind of see the breakdown as to what it looks like in the early years as opposed to the later years because it does sound like it's a little bit backloaded to the point that once we get to 2028 and 2029 then that's going to be the decision of okay who's still going to be here at that point is he going to be here is Nicoladolo going to be here how is the roster going to move but as this window that we keep saying is going to open up at some point next year as that gets opened up and as the Reds get into the sweet spot of their contending contending window they're going to have lots of flexibility within the allotted payroll that they set for themselves to use because again, there's no, it's not like there's a salary cap that they have to stay within, but it's it's a thing that the Reds do themselves, kind of limiting the payroll and things like that. So th this move is just such a fantastic thing that Nick Crawl has done. Jeff, I am just, I'm so excited, and and I don't, I don't, I hate when we sound like we're like the the founding members of the the Nick Crawl fan club, but. 
it's it's just so much fun and he's done such a good job uh working for an, an ownership group that really tries to keep one hand tied behind his back i, I just want to shout him out again uh, i think nick crawl has done uh, amazing amazing work in this front office i want to get into just a few more of these comments uh saw one in there from max bps asking when does this start in case you missed it uh jeff our read on this is it starts right now yes it starts this season according to the reports and just to, to also um, address another comment, I saw that Joe had mentioned, you know, there would have been those pre-arb years would have been for under a million dollars. I think he was coming up on arbitration anyway. So once he hits arbitration, that's going to jump right up. And so I, th mm -hmm. I think that this deal is pretty much going to cover that anyway. No, again, this pulls all of the money off of the back end of this, the arbitration escal escalators, the money that he would get in his first couple years of free agency. It brings it all forward, uh, replacing the league minimum deal that he was on with a, you know, obviously $8 million is a lot more than the league minimum, but that's a number that the Reds can uh, stomach. It's a number that the Reds can absorb and continue to do other things and make other moves to improve the team. Yeah, I, I love what this says because we we keep talking about this is just the beginning it truly truly is it's been very obvious over the last few years the focus has been on tearing down and cutting payroll now it's time to add and we have been talking about a little bit through spring training and we hadn't quite mentioned it in a, a little over a week or so but i have mentioned a couple of times that come this off season if they're not investing in the team and filling holes through you know, moves like free agency and trades, then this is something that we must really question this team about. This, I believe, is a sign that they're going to do that. Uh, absolutely. You know, Jeff, I think that we're at the uh, 6.30 mark. Uh, first pitch is in about 10 minutes. So let's go ahead and wrap this up. Let's get everybody over to the game broadcast. I know that our buddies uh, John Sadak and Barry Larkin are going to have some things to say about this. I'm sure at some point in time during the broadcast, Nick Crawl will probably be in the booth mm -hmm. tonight to talk about this. This is one of those breaking news stories that generally will get you the general manager in the booth. Listen, guys. There's bunches of you on here right now. I'm so happy you jumped in on this live with us. We will be back in your podcasting feeds tomorrow uh, with a detailed breakdown of this contract, a little bit more reaction, uh, who we think could be next, and 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 also breaking down this Nick Lodolo start against the Tampa Bay Rays. So uh, we got lots more coming your way uh, tomorrow in your Locked on Reds podcast feed. Yeah, make sure that you're subscribed so you don't miss anything that we've got coming for you. Going to break this down just as of right now going to watch this game tonight so happy so excited for what the reds have coming for them but that's going to do it for us here on locked on reds now make sure uh, that you you hit that subscribe button you click that bell to get notified because we've got so much coming for you every single day this season because steve and i will be locked on reds every single day Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.